Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. And today's interview, we are going to be talking about lead generation and social media. Yeah, you know, as, as, as soon as you start stepping into paying attention to lead generation, you know, the stuff that shows up and the opportunities to test and track and measure all of a sudden seem limitless. Uh, but I have found an amazing tool, and that's my guest today, is Asim Badshaw of Sacedo. And that's S-O-C-E-D-O. He's going to explain to you what it does. I've been using it for, gosh, almost two months now and have had some amazing results. I am floored at the conversations uh, and the relationships that are coming through Sacedo. So anyways, enjoy the interview, but stay tuned to the very end because Asim and I are going to be doing a webinar and he's going to show you exactly how the tool works. And once you hear how much reporting and metrics and, and, and filtering that you can set up. It's, it's, it's really pretty fascinating. You're going to want to attend. So stay tuned to the end to get the link for the webinar. Enjoy. I have to tell you, it's so funny because I'm trying to think where it was, it was through Twitter that I even found the, the tool, the app. And I found it and then was like, oh, hey, I, I just instantly was like, hey, let's, let's, I'd love to interview you guys and connect. And I went through the process and the magic that actually is Sacedo to get to where we are today. So we'll explain that in more detail. Um, but let's go ahead and jump right in. So before we talk about what it is and, and what it does, tell the listeners what you were doing before you founded this company. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've had, um, a, a long career in the social media space, um, almost since kind of 2005, 2006, um, I've been working in this space. And my, my initial startup was a social network for students. Um, this was right as Web 2.0 was kind of coming around. And uh, we basically built kind of a, a network that allowed students to collaborate. You know, just as Facebook, you know, Facebook was getting popular, YouTube was getting popular, that taught me a lot of kind of the uh, the new ways of interacting online. Really, that media was going from this kind of one-way communication to a much more uh, engaged relationship with customers, with users, being able to talk via a two-way communication stream, uh, being you know being able to target at kind of a micro level. And from there, what happened was I actually went over to Microsoft and uh, took over their kind of official Facebook page because nobody else was really doing much with it uh, at the time. So after college, I went down to uh, Los Angeles and actually started a social media marketing agency. Uh, it's an 18-person company. Uh, we do all of the social media marketing for, for large brands like Microsoft, like Guess, Western Union. Um, and what I found there was that most of these marketers are bringing a relatively traditional playbook to social media. Uh, so if you think about what marketing has been for you know the last century or so, it's very much been around uh, building creative and then broadcasting that creative to an audience, right? So uh, building out a TV ad and then putting it on TV and trying to get that in front of as many eyeballs as possible. 
that's what marketers have kind of brought to social media, right? It's build that Twitter account to get as many people as possible and then schedule out your marketing messages, which is effective, but it misses kind of the, the new components of social that you weren't able to leverage on, uh, on other channels, uh, like the two-way communication and micro-targeting. So the big question was always, you know, ROI. How do I track ROI? How do I get new leads into my pipeline? And what we found is that by focusing on a smaller set of prospects and really having a two-way proactive dialogue with them, that's when we were able to make really meaningful uh, impact on the bottom line numbers that businesses were starting to care about. So at the agency, we kind of built out some tools and technology to, uh, to help us coordinate this. And that's eventually what, uh, what ended up becoming Socito as we kind of spun that out of the agency and, uh, and really kind of took it on as a, as a standalone product. Do you still have the agency? Yes, the agency is um, is growing and going strong. It's down in Los Angeles. I've got a fantastic team down there, a general manager by the name of Dylan Bianchi that's running the show down there. And I spend um, you know my time kind of being more of an advisor to the board um, down uh, down in LA. Okay, cool. So when when you with the agency and with the with the social media that you're doing for your clients. You know, one of the things that I see in in everything that I do is a lot of people are very hesitant or reluctant to to do the reporting and the tracking and the measuring. So were you guys doing that manually is or, is, you know, like obviously you built Cicido and, and the reporting in there is phenomenal. So how are you tracking some of those results to see, you know, in terms of what kind of, uh, of plan and strategy you would create for your content? I mean, your clients. Yeah, so I mean, we we do all of kind of the standard broadcast level tracking. Uh, you know, looking at what's our engagement rates been. Uh, you know, how much uh, impressions are we driving on a monthly basis? How many clicks we're driving? Um, you know, we do a lot of that through through kind of simply measured and and sprinkler and some of the other tools that we use uh, at the agency. But what was missing was that kind of you know one to one relationship management piece. How are we actually moving people through a funnel? And there was no other way to do this. So literally what we were doing was tracking this manually on this on a spreadsheet where we would have a column and we would basically, you know, set up our stages and say, okay, somebody's in the consideration stage or they're in the awareness stage or the intent stage. Um, in what campaigns were they on each of these different stages? So we had a pretty massive spreadsheet at one point and, and that was really the impetus to kind of start building what, what eventually became Socito. I totally love the fact that you mentioned a funnel because so many people when it comes to social media aren't thinking about the, the, the process that that relationship engagement goes through. So, wow, that's fabulous. You, you just don't hear those terms a lot, right? People come from the perspective of, of course, you know, assuming that you're coming at this from integrity and authenticity and it's about building real relationships. But the fact that there's a process with Sosito is what makes it so unique. Let's talk a little bit about what it was like founding, you know, the, this app. I mean, starting a SaaS requires, there's, there's so much to it. And, you know, if you can share sort of that process and there may be some challenges and, and, and things that you had to go through. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, I'll be perfectly honest. This has been a, it's been a long road and there's been lots of challenges along the way. Um, you know, I think I think the first the first challenge that we ran into was taking this out of the agency. Um, one thing that I think a lot of entrepreneurs have uh, have trouble with is they end up building a product that uh, that solves their own problem, and that's a really really great starting point because you're able to kind of identify a problem and and you're able to find your first customer, which is essentially you. 
But, you know, as we went around doing this, what we realized pretty quickly was that not a lot of agencies operate the way that we do. Not a lot of marketers operate the way that we do. You know, you, you just said it right there. Not a lot of people are actually thinking about a funnel and a pipeline on social as a marketer. Um, we learned a lot of this going through uh, Techstars up here in Seattle. So that's uh, kind of a startup accelerator program where uh, they kind of allowed us to take us out of the weeds, right? We were really building something for ourselves, and we started to do a lot more customer development where we actually talked to real social media marketers, to demand gen professionals, to sales reps, and um, and really start to isolate, you know, what are the values uh, that they take on. So in the early stages, Sosito was much more around kind of manual, um, manual response, relationship management, being able to uh, look at the people who are already in your social community and kind of put stages and follow-up dates around them. And what we learned was that marketers, um, you know, th there's not a lot of incentive for them to do that because they're already swamped in coming up with the, the creative content and doing all the response management. What we found was that when we started to look at it as uh, lead generation, really bringing new prospects to you that you didn't know about before, that's where people started to say, aha, now this has value for, uh, for what we're doing. So originally, coming out of Techstars, our product was very much a discovery system of new prospects. And from there, what we found is that people didn't know what to do with the prospects. And that's where we took a lot of kind of inspiration from marketing automation and being able to really set up this workflow where it now is very, very easy. You get a prospect. You choose, hey, I want to accept this prospect and move it through kind of our engagement workflow. And um, and that happens all automatically now. So the product really went through kind of a couple stages of, uh, of evolving and going through challenges. But the, the key thing that stayed true is that focusing 100% on customers and, and really understanding, you know, where, what are their challenges? Where can we provide them value? And, uh, and getting as close as possible to customers is always what's allowed us to to make sure that we continue to innovate and evolve the platform in, in the right ways. Let me ask you this, because one of the things that I come across in sort of the blogging space, and and I think that, you know, with what Susito does, I mean, the, the, the targeting and whatnot is, again, we're going to get into that, but a lot of the... I don't know if energy is the right word, but a lot of people come from this perspective of, oh, well, you know, it's about engagement and relationships and they don't want to talk about leads. They don't want to talk about funnels and measuring and metrics. You know, have you guys had any pushback with that in terms of, of lead generation or, you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, using social for lead generation? Because it's a business, right? We need leads. No, absolutely. And I mean, I think, I think, you know, where this all stemmed from is the fact that engaged customers or engaged prospects, engaged people in your community are the ones that eventually become customers. Uh, and so putting some actionable workflow around that to predictably drive customers uh, through social media, that's kind of taking things to the next level. So I think we do. I mean, we, we definitely get a lot of pushback, um, you know, from people kind of saying, like, do we want to use social media for lead generation? But really where people start to get convinced is when they see the conversion rates, you know, and they say, oh, interesting. You know, when we send a direct message through Sosito, because of all of the engagements that have happened before that, you know, I'm getting a 30 percent click through rate, a 40 or 50 percent response rate. And they compare that to what they might be doing through email. And they're seeing that those, you know, those conversion rates are 10x email. It shows that there is value on the other end. 
that you're able to actually provide such a better experience for the prospective customer because they're tweeting about this stuff. They're making it known that they have a need, they're interested in learning. And then as you go through this automation sequence, you're actually able to identify that yes, they opted into following you, they proactively said I wanna learn from you and you're able to take that conversation further. That's what social media is all about. And frankly, lead generation has been that for the last hundred years, right? I mean, if you think about uh, what has lead generation been before social media, it's been going to networking parties, shaking hands, starting conversations, uh, meeting people, handing out your business card. That's what happens on social media every single day. So we're not really changing the construct here. Uh, we're just making it uh, more of a systematic process that you can measure and uh, that really has a meaningful impact on your bottom line. So I'm going to give you a quick little story because this just happened last night because of Cicito. Um And first of all, I, because I've got my my reports open um, on another monitor and a 17% click-through rate, you would be dancing and doing backflips if you got a 17% open rate or click-through rate via email. <laughs> you know, I mean, just to get, you know what I'm saying? You look at that stuff and I don't know in terms of, of how great that is or isn't, but to me, I'm like, God, that's fantastic. And just the numbers, again, we'll get into that. So last night, and how I've set it up with um, with Sosito for myself, and we went through, and I, I do want you to explain this better since it'll come better from you, but the fact that you can send a direct message and you can split test it, and it's a conversation starter. It's not just a very generic, hey, thanks for the follow, right? And so one of, one of the calls, one of the split tests that I have it's to drive people back to this podcast because the podcast for me has been such a, a uh, an engagement builder, a relationship builder. People feel like they know me, they listen to it. So my goal is to drive some of that, right? So I, I ended up having this conversation with somebody through Twitter. Oh, what's your podcast about? Oh, I just listened to it. You know, and we started, we're going to have a conversation later via Skype because he's thinking about starting a podcast. I'm like, yeah, I've got tons of tips for you. Let's just have a quick Skype conversation. That does not happen generally just when I follow somebody or if I do just a quick, I, I have had more conversations because of that direct message and people responding when I ask a question and then we get in a conversation. I have to tell you more than anything else I've done socially, it's blown me away. Yeah, and, and then compare that to, to even outside of social, right? I mean, if you were to go to a networking event and spend your time to create that sort of relationship, you know, that might have been two hours going to that event. Now, I'm not saying don't go to events, right? But like, this is the power of Twitter and social media, right? You and I met on Twitter. You're meeting all of these other folks on Twitter. We're all out there to connect and network, and social media is kind of proof of that. Um, it makes it so much, so much more effective. You can dive right in. You can get right to the point. You know who people are based on their profiles. You know what they've been posting and tweeting about, so you know their interests. Um, you don't have that when you walk up to somebody and shake their hand at a networking event, right? You don't have their full profile and, and an understanding of what they've been thinking about over the last week. That's the power of this age that we're embarking on, and I think I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg here. You know, what, one thing that I like to say is, we're kind of still in the caveman days of social, right? I mean, if you if you think about where we've come, where uh, we're still at kind of the, the level of, you know, posting something on the cave wall and going, oh, I like that, right? And <laughs> just the tip of the iceberg there. So, you know, it's, it's so powerful and it's only getting more powerful. Well, and it's funny because for me, 
I've been on Twitter, I don't know, since like 2008 or something and used it, but this is the first time I've, I've applied a strategy to it, truthfully. And I have someone who helps me with my social media now. I tend to spend more time on Facebook just because I do ads there and whatnot, but it's fantastic when I'm looking at the actual conversations that are coming out of this. And like you said, I actually don't do any local network. I'm in the, well, I'm far East Bay in the Bay Area in Northern California. So there's, there's plenty of networking things to do, but in my little suburban community, like it's, you know, the Chamber of Commerce and that's just not my audience at this point. And so when I look at, God, I can, I can have real life conversations with people that are my exact target audience and who I want to connect with. It blows me away. The other thing that I think is fantastic about this is that what I've realized, I don't know, and here I'm just, I've got all these little testimonials. I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to keep sharing them because of what's been happening simply because of using Sacito is there was another company, um, that I followed and just started playing with their tool. It's, it's for advertising, um, and pay-per-click with Facebook. And, and so I was, I started playing with it and because of what I'd been doing with Sacito and the direct conversations, I, I took it a step further and was like, you know, hey, where would be a good question place to send a question to? And I don't know if they had a contact or not, but I got the founder who said, hey, I'm around. You want to have a quick call today? And it was on a Saturday. And I'm like, well, yeah, I do. And so I think the benefit of using something like Sacito, it also shows you the power that the individual can have in whether it's brand awareness or becoming sort of like a brand ambassador, like I love this tool. I want to do videos about Sacito. I want to become this, you know, and it's, it's simply because there's value there. And I, I don't know if the individuals are really looking at, you know, how much power and impact you can have because of tools like Sacito and social. Yeah, no. And, and it's a great example of just how ubiquitous it is, you know, for, for you to instantly start having a conversation with the founder of a company on Saturday you know, think about again going back to traditional means. What it would have taken if your call, you know, if your if your if your strategy was cold calling, right? That would just never happen. Uh, you know, most of the time it goes to voicemail. People don't answer. Um, cold emails, similar thing. But with Twitter, again, because there's this context, right? There's this context of who you are, what your interests are. All of a sudden, you feel closer to the individual on the other end of the line. And it's just supremely ubiquitous. I mean, the reason why you're having such a fast conversation is because you're essentially text messaging your prospect, right? It's coming up as a push notification on their phone. It's in their pocket. It's 140 characters at a time. You know, when you send something on Twitter, they get a notification on Twitter.com, on, on their phone, on email. Um, it's it's so powerful. And there's just so much less noise than these tr- you know, traditional communication methods that you can end up having a conversation with the founder of a, of a company on a Saturday within a matter of minutes. I mean, that's, that's the power of this thing. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it's because I, I'm not kidding, but it's because of having used Cicito that these conversations are happening. Whereas before with Twitter, I had a tendency to share or retweet and I just, I didn't have a real solid strategy. Um, so Let's go ahead, and if you can, I'll let you explain to the listeners what Sacito is and, and how it works. Absolutely. So, you know, at a very high level, we are a automated social media lead generation platform. Um, and that really comes down to, to three components here. The first is we go and we find, you know, best prospects who don't already know about your company, but based on their social profiles and what they're doing in real time, it's clear that they may have an interest in your product or service. So we find those people for you automatically. Then we give you a very easy way to engage with them through this kind of automated engagement workflow, where when you find a prospect that you want to engage with, 
you click the yes button, and then Socito uses your social profiles to proactively engage them. And we do that in kind of a sequence, a, a light touch, a medium touch, and a heavy touch, where you start by maybe favoriting their tweet and following them. That kind of creates this mini drip campaign on Twitter where they're getting notifications from you. And then we look for who engages back, who follows you back, who shows their interest in you. And then we take that to kind of a medium touch where maybe we start a direct message conversation. And then finally, that kind of results in, a, in the, the heavy touch, which is, you know, you getting on the phone on a Saturday with a prospect who's, who's kind of warmed up and ready to go. All of that happens automatically. The only thing that, you know, the customer has to do is really kind of tap the yes button and say, yeah, you know, I do want to engage with this person. And then finally, the third piece is this kind of measure piece where we give you a full dashboard that shows, you know, what your conversion rates have been, who your best target audience is so you can continue to optimize and refine that buyer persona. Uh, and then, you know, we actually go even further to sync that into your CRM system. If you're using Salesforce or Marketo, we can actually push those leads directly into your system with all of their full social information but also how they engage with you on social. So you can see right in Salesforce, hey, the CEO of this company followed us back and clicked on our link on this date. We should probably reach out to him and, and have a little bit of a further conversation. So pretty simple. It's, it's discovery, finding prospects who, uh, who don't already know about you, who would be a good fit based on their social activity, engaging with them in, in a systematic and automated way uh, through kind of light, medium, and heavy touch. And then finally, measuring that so that you can track ROI and uh, continue to optimize your campaigns. Okay, so I have to back up because I, I totally forgot about the the email piece of it. Do you guys have an APR? You're going to be opening that up to other email companies besides Salesforce and Marketo? So we, we are kind of rolling out different integrations as we go along here. Um, so the way the system is built is actually pretty agnostic. We can integrate into most CRMs. We have ways to do data exports that you can import those. Um, so right now, you know, we've kind of done the big ones first where we had customers that have needs. But, uh, you know, if you're using a specific system that you want us to integrate with, let us know. And, and normally we can actually do those things within one or two weeks. Okay. Well, and with that, though, is there a way to export that so that then I could just import it into what I'm using? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this is something that we're rolling out right now. Now, how, how would you tell somebody who says, all right, I'm going to give Sosito, which there's a 14-day trial, right, for Sosito? Correct. Okay. So who is Sosito ideal for in, in the terms of, you know, because I think for me initially at first, I was looking at like, well, I'm not really a big agency or whatever, but again, have been blown away by the results, the conversations, and the engagement. You know, so who is who is it for? Yeah, so you know, really, what it comes down to are is companies who need help filling their their funnel. Really, where we where we see the best results are companies that are already doing um, you know email marketing. They're doing list buying and maybe some outbound cold calling or cold emailing. Uh, they're doing pay per click. All of those uh, our customers have kind of seen. Hey, we can use Socio to open up a new channel and actually kind of get to a lower cost per lead than some of our other channels. Um, you know, marketers who are doing content marketing. So, you know, one of the, the, the biggest challenge about content marketing is you go and you spend a lot of time building out a great webinar or a white paper. And then, you know, it takes a long time for kind of SEO and the social channels to kick in. We give you such an easy way to find, you know, the audience that's going to be most interested in that piece of content. And we just get it in front of them, you know, pretty instantaneously. 
Um, so, you know, the modern marketer who's, who's looking to fill a sales funnel and then, of course, the, um, you know, kind of the modern salesperson who's looking to build their influence online and connect with potential prospects. Uh, so if you're doing content marketing, if you're doing pay-per-click, uh, if you're doing email marketing, normally we're a great fit to, uh, to you know, kind of add in a more effective way of, of filling your funnel. Okay. So I was just, I was just pulling up, by the way, my, which I would love to know in terms of, I don't know which numbers, because when I said the click through rate, there's, there's two criteria. Why? Because one I have in terms, the click through rate is actually 39%. And then the other one where, because I've got this split testing with 17. So I don't know where to look at those numbers in terms of what is good. What is not good. What is a good click through rate? So our average click-through rate that we see amongst our customers comes in right around 30%. Uh, so 39% is, is, is pretty good. And um, even our averages, when you look at 30%, email marketing, a good click-through rate is around 3%. So our averages are already 10x more than what you would normally get through email marketing. Uh, so Kim, you're, yours, are, yours are doing pretty well at 39%. You know, we see an average of around 30. Okay, good. So let's talk a little bit about the prospect search criteria. And I'm going to do sort of Kim's version of understanding how this works and, and the work that I did. Because for everybody listening, first of all, all the links to anything we've discussed will be in the show notes. But one of the things that totally sold me on this, besides it being a great tool, was the onboarding. I, I had a, a walkthrough and a training of, of it, how it works. And this is where the magic really started happening. So in you get to set the type of people you want to connect with. So, and again, I'm doing this in dummy terms, it seems. So please feel free to interject or I'll have you clean it up. <laughs> um, but so in looking at when people are tweeting that they've got specific conversational keywords. So what I initially did was I approached this incorrectly, which is what Damien who works for you guys did such a great job in helping me get clear on this. And this is where I just want people to hear just the service that you guys are provided. It's not just this great web app, right? So I was looking at sort of keywords for for my industry and, and things that I blog about and that, but those words aren't necessarily my ideal clients or my target, right? So what what was coming up, so I'll just pick one as an example, was you know podcasting. I do a lot of podcasting and I've got another one I'm launching, but what was happening is I was getting just random sort of mix across the board, right? I was getting just, you know, DJs and stuff, which to each his own, but that's not my market. And so in working through this with Damien, we talked about, okay, well, who do I want to be having these conversations? What What is the level of person or what is the industry of my ideal client? So I went in and I was flo- instantly, the, not not the quality, but the the leads that pulled up, it was like I was approving every single one. So can you talk a little bit about the the search criteria in terms of the conversational keywords, the bio keywords and location? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the the big kind of differences about the way our system works is that we look for people who have done something in the last week to show that they're actually interested in the topic that you can help with. Um, So, you know, maybe it was them engaging with uh, an influencer or a competitor in, in your space. You know, it could be that they went to an event that you would normally have a, uh, a booth at or you would normally sponsor. It could be that they were using certain keywords out there that show, hey, you know, they're interested in marketing automation or content marketing, and that might be something that we can help with. 
So that's kind of the starting point, and that's one of the reasons why you know those those conversion rates are so high is because we're finding people who you know frankly they've got a pretty pretty recent need to uh, to learn more about the topic that you can help with. So that's kind of the starting point, and then we can go and start to look at what are their interests, what are their bio personas, you know, what's their job titles, locations that they're in, and that really allows you to kind of narrow down to the set of you know, always updated uh, new prospects that are coming your way. So it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it definitely is keyword-based, so a lot like, um, you know, setting up a Google AdWords campaign or an SEO campaign, you definitely want to put some thought into, into the keywords that you're going after. Um, and like you said, it's a little bit different than what you may be used to because people aren't necessarily searching for these things. They're tweeting about them. Uh, so it's a little bit of a different frame of reference, but... That's where we like to help. And, and just like you said, you know, our team is available here to, you know, we love to get on the phone with you and really work within your account. Um, you know, these changes, they, they update instantly. So we can go in, we can play with your keywords while you're on the phone and, and really kind of show you what the new results would look like and, and optimize down to, to what, you know, your, your really kind of, uh, hyper focused target audience and, and segment is. Um, so you're absolutely right. You know, we, we, we try to be more than just the software. We realize that there's a lot of education around this. We also realize that all of our customers are going after different segments. They have different goals. Uh, so we like to really be kind of your partner on social media lead generation just as much as a, as a platform that you can kind of come into and use every single day on your own. Well, and what's great is that you can even tweak that further in terms of the may or the must. So as an example with with the the bio keywords, it's like, well, maybe they have some of these keywords. And and if you want to drill down tighter, you can say, well, then they must have. And, and so you're, you're able to const, it's not like just to set it and forget it, right? You can come in and tweak and adjust and, and narrow it down tighter to really be measuring what's working. That's correct. That's correct. And, and you're absolutely right. It's kind of this constant process of optimizing, you know, our best customers are coming in and, and, you know, updating their criteria every two weeks, every month, based on new events that are happening, you know, new content that's being spread amongst their audience out there. They're learning what's working and what's not working and, and, and kind of constantly adjusting these things. But we do try to give you that very kind of sophisticated um, switches and levers to get down to the audience that you're looking at. So like you mentioned, you know, you've got the, the may must switch. Uh, we kind of automatically prioritize things based on uh, the keywords that you've given us. We give you the ability to have negative keywords. We give you the ability to search across uh, the tweets that somebody has sent out, who they're following, what's in their bio, what locations they're in. Uh, so we really do try to give you a, a pretty comprehensive look at, at you know, finding your target audience. And uh, there's actually you know, quite a few things that we're, we're still rolling out that will be coming out in the next few months here as well. Okay, super. I'm looking forward to <laughs> hearing a little bit about that. Um, and then I love this automated workflow and this is that funnel piece that I, and it's, it's funny. I feel like, God, I've been online like seven years and really am finally grasping the power of, of funnels through lead generation and, and not so much lead generation only, but anything you do, like what is, if you even look at, you know, your website and what is the process in which a visitor comes to the site and, and how do they navigate through that and measuring it and paying attention to it. So this automated workflow, um, and share a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah, so you know, basically, when you want to reach out to somebody cold um, and and bring them into your sales funnel, bring them into a warm lead, we basically look at that as a funnel. 
And it starts with going from, you know, somebody who's a complete stranger to somebody that is engaged and is interested in you. And the way that we do that is by um, doing some light touch kind of engagement. So on Twitter, you know, that's favoriting their tweet. It's following them. Uh, as we expand to new social networks, you know, it could be as much as liking a post on Facebook or Instagram. It could be viewing someone's page on, on LinkedIn. But these kind of natural interactions that happen on social media where, um, you know, you're getting exposed to the prospect that, uh, that has a specific need. Then you kind of come into this medium touch, right? So they're engaged. Okay, they followed you back. They responded to you. They engaged with you in some way. And then we we're actually able to kind of go forward and send out a templatized direct message. So the cool thing about this is that you know who the prospect is. So you can say something very, very specific. You know, we can put their first name in there. So you can even say something along the lines of, you know, hi, Kim, I saw that you were at Social Media Marketing World this past week. You know, here's a great white paper all about social media planning in 2015. So it's, it seems very, very personal, contextual, specific, uh, that you're just not able to do on, on, on social without Socito. So again, you kind of have this progressive uh, funnel action happening. And then finally, you know, that person would click on your link, they'd download the white paper, they'd go to a webinar, or they'd start a conversation with you and really kind of allow you to take that to the next level, which might be email, it may be phone, um, and, and then really kind of bring that, that prospect or lead towards a, a close, you know, having them become a paying customer. So, you know, it's all about kind of adding these layers of who's engaged, who's not engaged, and, uh, and helping to bring those people into what it would be more of your traditional sales funnel. Well, you know what's funny is <laughs> when I was talking to Damien, I was like, oh my gosh, because the, the LinkedIn message, the email that came to me was how I was like, oh God, I got to follow up with these guys. And cause I had found the tool and was looking at it. And I totally thought it was this personal email. It, the way the whole thing was phrased, I was like, okay, I got it. I got to jump in this. I got to follow up with Zacito. And I had no idea truly that it was part of the funnel because of the way it, the whole, the whole process was very organic. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like spammy. It was, it was such an organic process. I had no idea that it was part of the actual funnel. So that was fantastic. And that's, and that's the goal here, right? And that's why, you know, we kind of continue to come back to this light touch, medium touch, heavy touch. That's the way that things naturally progress on social. And so we, we really kind of map directly to that rather than trying to send out a whole bunch of, you know, public at mentions to people who don't even know you yet. Um, rather than using, you know, kind of what you typically see with an autoresponder DM as soon as somebody follows you, we really look at who is the person, how, how engaged are they with you, and what's the next natural kind of organic next step. But let's help to automate that a little bit so that our clients can focus on the real relationship building, which, uh, you know, ends up happening over the phone or when you're meeting and having lunch or coffee. Uh, you know, this, this allows you to fill your calendar and, and, you know, meet more people at a deeper level. It's so it really is revolutionary. I, I think that the whole process is fantastic. So tell me a little bit about what is you know on the horizon for Sacito. You mentioned maybe some other social ne- or what you can share um, some other networks. So what what's coming for Sacito? Yeah. So you know other social networks are are always on our radar. Um, you know Twitter is a great starting point because it's so open, uh, both in terms of the engagement that you can do as well as the the data that you're able to to, to kind of grab. 
Um, but we're doing more and more around that. So using data from other social networks and allowing you to, to filter down by that. So right now we kind of give you these keyword filters. Can we give you a better ability to also look at uh, the data from somebody's LinkedIn profile, uh, the location that they're actually in, maybe the company size or the revenue numbers that are, that are coming from you know, publicly accessible data sources? So really pulling all of these things together so that we can get even better at the criteria search and, and the prospect search that we give to our clients. You know, we're also looking at uh, ways to make the system kind of get smarter automatically. So as you go in and you start to approve and prospects, uh, the system will actually start to give you more and more keyword suggestions, criteria suggestions of how you might be able to better target your audience and kind of continue to optimize that flow. And then a really cool one that, that's kind of coming down the pipe is this uh, this notion of kind of following up and nurturing folks. So right now when you approve a prospect in Sosito, it goes through that automation workflow once, and then we kind of treat it as either a won or lost prospect. Um, but very quickly we'll be able to actually go back and follow up with folks who didn't go through a certain step, nurture folks who you know have already kind of gone through a, a few steps of engagement who have already gotten a, a message and either clicked or didn't click on that message. So lots of, uh, of new abilities coming out to really kind of continue to engage and nurture your, uh, your prospect list on an ongoing basis. And then finally, uh, doing more around kind of deeper level conversion tracking and attribution where you would actually be able to uh, you know, know specifically that somebody from Sosito hit one of your success pages um, maybe they came to your site from Sosito, but they didn't actually register until a month later, being able to track some of these things. So, you know, on all fronts, it really kind of comes back to the discover, engage, and measure, right? On the discovery side, giving you more data sources to filter by. On the engage side, giving you a better ability to follow up and nurture with your prospects. And then on the measurement side, really getting to kind of deeper conversion and attribution tracking. God, that's outstanding. It, it really, I'm like, I, I could spend like four hours a day on Cecino <laughs> just looking at the data. So, you know, before we kind of wind down here, what would you recommend to somebody who is really interested in saying, all right, I'm going to get smart about using social for lead generation, you know, in terms of a strategy. And of course, we want them to use Cecino, but, um, you know, what would you recommend in terms of a, a strategy? I think the biggest thing that we see, um, you know, where, where folks could kind of use a little work is coming into this with a notion of what's that very crisp call to action that we want somebody to take. So is it, you know, you've got a very specific qualifying question that's going to allow you to start a conversation and you know that the people who answer that question are very qualified for your time. Is it, you know, a landing page that you can send somebody to that has a, a very crisp call to action? Knowing that up front is really going to set you up for success because everything else is designed from that, right? The, the people that you're going after, the way that you set up your targeting criteria, the way that you set up your automation settings, the way that you reach out to folks. Um, and this kind of comes back to the beginning of our conversation is that a lot of companies just aren't thinking about social in this way yet. They kind of think about it as a binary, you know, we've got to be there or we're not there and, and just being there is enough. Um, you know, you've got the people then who are kind of posting things and they just want to make sure that they're responding to their community and that's kind of the, you know, the extent of what they're doing. But really taking this step into proactive outreach, 
Um, as soon as you, you kind of start going down that route, you've got to know what's the goal, right? What's that crisp call to action that we can say, this is success, this is how we're measuring success, and this is what a, a good lead looks like for us. This is the action that we want them to take. So that's the, that's the advice that I would give is as you embark on a social media lead generation and proactive outreach strategy, really think about what is that crisp uh, call to action or question that you're going to be asking somebody in order to uh, to justify spending more time on them. I'm always saying that even with the website, I'm like, there's a, what is it you want to be happening here? A call to action. And, and again, I think that people, I don't know why, and maybe it's just my perspective, but that when it comes to social, people are afraid to attach a very specific action and not, not obviously everybody is, but it's this provide value, tell stories, connect and engage. It is, but at the same time, this is a business. And so when you're providing value, you want to be measuring if it's working. <laughs> And, and, and that's happening, I think, in marketing as a whole, right? I mean, we're, we're actually in this very exciting period where even just 10 years ago, the status quo was do marketing activities, and you know 50% of them are working. You don't know which 50, but you know you, you do the activities because you know you're getting your message out there. And with all of the technology that's come about in the last 10 years, that notion is just changing very, very rapidly, um, every single campaign that you run should have some measurement attached to it. There should be some goal, some call to action, and you should be tracking as much of that as possible because very quickly here, we're going to get to a stage where, you know, you're going to have a very transparent view of all of the people in your audience that you've engaged at some point. What have they done over how much time? Where are they in terms of the buying process and your sales process? And that's the level of transparency that I think all marketers should be shooting for. But it's a transition that's happening. You know, this this just wasn't available 10 years ago. And uh, and I think most marketers are, are kind of catching up to that. So this is kind of an opportunity to get ahead, set yourself apart and um, and really kind of be a great modern marketer in this new landscape where all of this tools, technology and data are available like they've never have been in the past. Yeah. And I have to tell you, like where I was joking around that I could spend four hours a day on Sacito. I, I don't, but just the little bit of time that I took in working with Damien and, and setting up those criteria and understanding how it works and then looking at the numbers and, and following through on the conversations. It's, you know, I, I think people need to remember like this is part of what we do, right? So this is the marketing piece. You're not wasting time in doing this and having these conversations. This is the marketing. It just, you know, it's not the rabbit hole that Facebook can be sometimes or you can spend a lot of time on social, but when you start taking it a step further, and end up on the phone or, or having a conversation with somebody and you take it to Skype, that is all part of your business and your marketing. And it doesn't take a lot of time to do this. It's just, I absolutely love this tool. You know what I was just thinking? And I'm looking, I'm sitting here as I'm looking at your Skype profile. Where did the name come from? Obviously I'm thinking the SOC is part of social, but how did you come up with the name? Yes. So, you know, this kind of goes back to the, uh, to, to where we started the conversation. You know, we, when we were at Uptown Treehouse, our agency, you know, we kind of noticed that, Again, people people just weren't looking at social uh, with a mindset to help them be set up for success. And so when we kind of looked at this thing, you know, like this is the platform to succeed on social. Um, and so Socito is kind of a, a combination of the words social and succeed. And uh, that's where you get Socito. Love it. 
<laughs> Social and succeed. All right. So last quick question for you is, you know, I always ask my guests this. It's just sort of a little insight. Um, and I have to tell you, again, kudos to the people on your team. I've connected with Damien and Adam and a couple people, and they're just – their passion for the company says a lot too, which, which says a lot about you and, and the, the culture that you've created. So kudos to you for that. Um, is there anything fun about yourself that you'd like to share that maybe, you know, your network doesn't know about? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we, we love to have fun around here. And, and I think, you know, we're all passionate about marketing and, and business. You know, I love kind of taking risks and, and, you know, being in control of our own destiny. Um, one thing that I think a lot of people don't know about me is I love to drive. So, you know, if I can, uh, can, you know, get in my car and drive to a racetrack and, and kind of put it all on the line out there, it's, it's one of the, uh, one of the, the most fun kind of times that I can, I can be having. So I'm a Formula One fan. Love to drive, love to get on the racetrack when I can, um, and uh, and snowboarding is, a, is kind of another hobby of mine. So I like to go fast, and uh, and I think that comes out in, uh, in what we do in business as well. <laughs> you know what's funny? I just came back from Las Vegas, a mastermind that I'm in, and we went out to Dream Racing and raced uh, Ferraris on the oh, racetrack. Amazing, amazing. I always wanted to get out there and do that. I am hooked. Like I, <laughs> I, I knew I kind of had a lead foot, but I was like, Okay, we are so coming back. I've got a 14-year-old son. I asked them, I'm like, how old do you have to be? And they said 16. I'm like, we're coming back. <laughs> we are coming back. So um, anyways, Asim, it has been awesome. You have created an amazing tool. It's It's been a pleasure to, to chat with you. Where is the best place for people to connect and learn more about Sosito? Yeah, so www.sosito.com, S-O-C-E-D-O. Um, we're also Sosito app on Twitter, you know, reach out to us there. We'll get back in touch. I'm a seam B A S E E E sorry, E E M the letter B is in boy, uh, on Twitter. And, uh, feel free to reach out to me there. Our blog is also great. That's blog.sosito.com. Lots of information there on how to get started, how to think about social media lead generation and uh, how to kind of take a step forward. If you want to uh, embark on one of these strategies. So see what I mean? How cool does that tool sound, right? So thanks again, as always, for listening. Of course, we would love a review. We, as in me, <laughs> would love a review in iTunes if you're up for it. Uh, that would be fantastic. It helps other people discover, find, and of course, listen to the show. So for the webinar with Asim, the webinar is going to be, drumroll please, it's going to be Wednesday, May 13th at 11 a.m. Pacific. So you can go to the wpchick.com forward slash, easy for me to say, forward slash Sosito. So that again is the wpchick.com forward slash S-O-C-E-D-O, and you can register for the webinar. You know, and whether or not you're ready to jump into something like this, pay attention. I, I would definitely jump on the webinar because you're going to learn a ton in terms of lead generation with social media. So that's it. Uh, have a fantastic day. And as always, thanks again for listening.